You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's Thursday, kids, and uh, while the good news keeps rolling on, you need to have a smile on your face today. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. there are days that I, I wake up and, and I've got my... Uh, uh, I'm stressed out. I'm uh, concerned about this and that and this. But you know what? We're gonna we're gonna get some good news today. We got some good news. First of all, uh, we found out yesterday Newsmax back on Directv. That's a big deal because uh, you can't just have Fox on on uh, Directv. You can't just let one conservative outlet exist and then hope that they do the right thing and and don't skew left. You know, do things like I don't know. Forget that forty four thousand hours of January the sixth video that uh, Tucker Carlson was going to feature on his show and expose to every. Forget the fact that uh, Fox shut that down the Tuesday after Tucker Carlson debuted. I know, I know. I'm not going to let that go. I just thought I'd let you know. Uh, You had the right and responsibility to do it. Uh, Why didn't you do it? I want answers. And then I want the tape released to everybody else. Even me. Even me. I might even just sit there and watch 44,000 hours of videotape. I'm not sure what I'd find the time to do it, but... I'd figure out something or just post it online. Just post it online like uh, WikiLeaks. Just put it online there so everybody can see it and they can make their own judgment. How about that? No editorial control, whatever. So yesterday, Newsmax back on DirecTV. I've been getting uh, overwhelmed with positive vibes and emails on that, and, and we are grateful that DirecTV relented. And I think a lot of it had to do with uh, we had some great uh, f- friends uh, in, in, our, in our legislature. We had some very uh, great negotiations going on to kind of get to a – you know, an agreement, and we did, thankfully. And then, of course, you guys. I mean, number one, you guys. <laughs> it was it was overwhelming because you're like, no, 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 no. This, no, no. Put Newsmax back on. So we are thrilled with that. Here's the other good news. Are you ready for this? And I don't know, maybe, maybe Alvin Bragg just has so much uh, uh, evidence against Donald Trump that he just can't unload it this week because it would just blow up the entire world. Or he has nothing. Listen to this. The Trump grand jury canceled the rest of this week. <laughs> I I love this. I love this. Yet another narrative. Yet another you know a witch hunt by the uh, the media falls on its face. Uh, this is remarkable. You know Rachel Maddow for two years touted this Russia collusion hoax. It was a hoax, and she still shows her face in public. It's remarkable. It is remarkable. Alvin Bragg facing even more questions as the panel's vote on the indictment is pushed back at least to next week as he struggles with a weak case. This is, uh, I mean, just beyond unbelievable. And what I'm hoping will come out of this, guys, and maybe this is this is wishing too much. Uh, first and foremost, you know, the uh, American justice system is under attack by people in the DOJ federally and locally. We've got uh, Soros-funded DAs across the country that are creating, turning the, the municipalities where they're Uh, in charge into hellscapes. And I've got an example coming up. Portland, Oregon is over. I mean, just Portland, Oregon used to be, what was it? What's their slogan? It's weird, be weird or something like that, whatever. Well, now it's just uh, uh, GTFO, I think is what the uh, the slogan for, (laughs) you know, they got the new, we love New York, very simple, I heart New NY. Maybe just in Portland, it just needs to say GTFO. You could figure that out. But (laughs) but this is so funny that this is backfired. And and the reason being is 
Anytime, generally, that a movement is based on, uh, well, is intellectually and morally bankrupt, eventually the truth will catch up to it in uh, any uh, in any situation in our country, because we have the First Amendment, so we can do that. In China, they can get away with it forever. Uh, they tried that forever with uh, with uh, the Soviet Union. It eventually fell. Uh, sooner or later, when you uh, base your entire administration on the control of your population uh, to just be uh, uh, means of taxation and production, eventually uh, things will uh, end poorly for those Governments. It takes a lot longer with communists uh, than it does with a country that has the First Amendment or a modicum of freedom of expression. So I'm hoping that all of this nonsense is going to do a face plat doesn't mean that we shouldn't keep fighting. All right. But here's what we know now. We know that uh, the, the grand jury has been canceled for the rest of the week. Uh, maybe maybe Alvin Bragg has to take his kids to soccer practice. You know, soccer weeks. Man, when you got soccer week going, you're going to be there. You're going to be there with the cooler and the lawn chair and, and uh, you know, the water bottles and all that. So maybe it's that or that uh, this is just a joke. And I hope that Alvin Bragg, not only this uh, defeat, this humiliation, uh, might uh, put the brakes on uh, the absolute politicization of our uh, justice uh, system, although I'm not holding my breath. They're going to keep going. But at least it might embarrass him so badly that he might never show his face in public. Hold my breath on that because uh, Democrats don't have shame. Uh, and, and then also hoping also maybe that somebody will look in to this, maybe if he submits to a subpoena by Jim Jordan, we're supposed to hear about that today. Jim Jordan and others in Congress said, Alvin Bragg, why don't you uh, do a little deposition with us? We want to find out what's behind this. And so uh, maybe if he is deposed, then we'll find out what's going on. Maybe if he's deposed, we find out the uh, the the uh, the motivation behind this, which is purely political. Perhaps he'll be disbarred and removed from office. I know that's kind of a, a long stretch, but this time it really was a a bridge too far, even for people in New York, and mostly because people in New York realize uh, how badly the city is doing, how the city is no longer safe, how people are getting shoved in front of subway cars, how people are being assaulted, how the smell of pot is everywhere, homeless people everywhere. When I was in New York, I was in Manhattan, what was it, uh, a couple months ago, I was invited to New York, it was in December, and uh, and I went back, and uh, everywhere is the smell of pot. You walk down the street, there's a Dunkin' Donuts, mm, coffee, oh, there's some stinky weed. Uh, and then you go into ATM vestibules, uh, where Jill Goodacre is frequently, I, I ran into her once. Uh, but anyway, uh, you go into the ATM vestibules, people are sleeping on the floor, homeless people. So you, you certainly want to want to get your money out at an ATM vestibule. It would be uh, the worst thing you could possibly do. And then as I'm walking down the street, there's a little crevasse between two buildings. Because if you've ever been to New York, it's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. 60-story buildings as far as the eye can see. And there's a crack between the buildings. And you got... You know, tourists coming down the street, and it's right around Christmas time. And all of a sudden, this homeless guy just decides to use that crack to uh, to urinate. Just, you know, whips it out, puts it right there between the buildings, and it trickles out onto the sidewalk as people are walking. So, you know, maybe uh, going after Donald Trump for a nonsense charge to keep him from running for president, not as important as, I don't know, saving people's lives in New York City. And uh, when you consider the direction of America's Democrat-run cities,
maybe this whole movement is uh, coming to an end, hopefully very soon. We've got a lot of fighting to do. Don't get me wrong. We've got a lot of fighting to go. So I've got more on that coming up. But know this, um, Alvin Bragg has suspended the grand jury <laughs> for the rest of the week, which is not a good sign, which is not a, uh, not a good sign at all. Um, the economy, that's another thing I want to mention. I want to start off the show with a little bit about the economy because as much as uh, it is incredibly important to uh, go after those who would try to take out a political candidate regardless of who it is but particularly because it's happening to Donald Trump that is important but what's more important is you being able to pay your bills and feed yourself and things are rough I do all the shopping for my family. I go to Walmart. That's where I generally go. I look for the yellow stickers. Usually Thursday and Sunday are the best time because that's when you get the sandwiches and the pizzas and the bakery goods on sale, some of the meat items, those two days. And that's what I do. And I got my freezer stocked, uh, you know, um, and, and that's what Americans are having to do. And people are also having to go to, uh, to Dollar General <clears throat> to go shopping rather than Walmart. Well, here's the headline. American hunger, two years of grinding inflation, have left a quarter of U.S. adults struggling to get a square meal as millions turn to food banks and credit cards to make ends meet. Quarter of adults are struggling to afford a square meal, marked increase from the previous year as unrelenting inflation and the end of the pandemic benefits squeezes millions of household budgets. So a survey by the Urban Institute found that 25%, essentially, uh, percent of respondents were food insecure. That means you can't, uh, you can't fill your grocery cart. You've got to skip meals and stuff, meaning they cannot always put enough food on the table. As I mentioned, uh, you know, if you think that inflation is only 9% or 6% per year, and Joe Biden's been office two years, and so you'd think maybe 12 to 14% maybe on your food items is the amount of inflation, well, you'd be absolutely wrong. It's much, much higher than that. You know that as well as I do. I use the example at, uh, at Walmart. He used to go when, uh, when Donald Trump was president forever, by the way. Uh, chicken breasts were $1.88 a pound. $1.88 a pound for skinless, boneless chicken breasts, and I'd buy those all the time. Right now, if you're lucky, you can get them on sale for two eighty nine. That is a 50% increase since Joe Biden took office. Uh, the price of gas is still about 50% higher than when Joe Biden took office. Uh, most of the items that I shop for at the grocery store have gone through the ceiling. Many of the products that I buy have doubled in price. Dog food is stupid. By the way, uh, I usually get the dried dog food and I put a little bit of canned dog food in it, you know, to make it, you know, better for them. Canned dog, is, dog food's gone from 89 cents to like $1.89. So that's a 100% increase in the dog food. And, and uh, I'm sure the way things are going, many Americans are looking at dog food and going, hey, hey, well, there's, there's, there's a guy that comes in a gravy sauce. I might consider eating that myself. Uh, results came as a Federal Reserve on uh, Wednesday weighing the matter to raise interest rates. So you know, a lot of the times people now are having to rent because they can't afford to buy a house. About once a month, one of the uh, homes in my neighborhoods becomes a rental. Kind of interesting. Just happened, uh, actually, two people who live right next to me. Suddenly they're rentals. So uh, there's a lot of that going on, and uh, Cassandra Martinchik says that uh, uh, the groceries jumped 10.4% between December 2021 and 2022, putting everyday basics beyond the reach of many shoppers. 
And it, it, it is true. But if you listen to Janet Yellen, by the way, who looks a lot like one of those little button mushrooms. You ever get those little white mushrooms, you know? Not the portobellos or anything like that, the big portobellos or the shiitakes or anything, but just a button mushroom. She looks like an old gray white uh, button mushroom. And once you see her again, by the way, you won't be able to get out of, that out of your head. Here she is saying that everything is absolutely perfect, like a good, uh, like a good propagandist does. And take an economy that is performing very well. We've had the fastest recovery from a downturn um, that we've ever seen. Yeah, because you see, when you uh, open businesses after them being shut down by the government, then you immediately have a recovery. Say, for instance, if your business is closed on Sunday, and then you just open the door and make one sale on Monday, your business has increased 100%. See what I did there? I'm not even Janet the Mushroom. And the fastest recovery of any nation around the globe. Um, the unemployment rate is near a 50-year low. The economy is doing well. Yeah, well, that's not exactly what Democrat representative, uh, what's her name, uh, DeLauro, DeLauro, she's so pretty with purple hair and all that stuff. Here's what she's saying about inflation, and it kind of flies in the face of the mushroom. Inflation is killing people in what? this country. It what? really is. People do live paycheck to paycheck, and they are struggling. What we need to try to do is to focus on how we bring prices down for people. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, um, you've been uh, in government for a while. Uh, we've dealt with inflation and all this stuff before. Why doesn't the government learn a dang thing about it? That's what I want to know. Why don't they learn about bank failures? Why don't they learn how to figure out an economy? Uh, Donald Trump did it. Ronald Reagan did it. Uh, how about you just look at their playbook? Okay. Now, I've got more on the economy coming up. I've got uh, more on uh, what's going on in New York with the Alvin Bragg case. And I, I mentioned on Monday, I said, arrest Trump. I want to see it. Make him into a martyr. Then on Wednesday, I said, it looks like the case is falling apart. It looks like it really is today. Also, uh, taxpayer money going to fund Chinese battery companies in America employed by the Chinese. I, I'm not kidding. All of that's coming up. Your phone calls as well. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. He's the best thing to come out of Iowa since Superman and Captain Kirk. It's the Rob Carson Show. Inflation is killing people in this country. It really is. People do live paycheck to paycheck, and they are struggling. What we need to try to do is to focus on how we bring prices down yeah. for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, do what Trump did. I think that would probably be the best thing to do, is to do what Donald Trump did, just kind of, instead of just throwing it out with the bathwater, uh, how about look at what he did and what uh, successful conservative governance has done. Barack Obama was president for eight years. The economy crept by with an annual rate about 1%, and the reason it did it is, despite his policies, we fought through it. Then Donald Trump took over, economy exploded, then 2020 happened because it was 2020 by the way, and uh, and consequently, uh, things have been in kind of the bleeper ever since. And and this is what your government wants to spend money on, by the way. This is the EPA administrator yesterday talking about while you can't afford to put food on the table, where military members have been told how to get uh, food stamps and all that. This is what they're proposing spending three hundred and seventy-five million on in fiscal year twenty twenty-four. EPA requests more than three hundred and seventy-five million dollars and two hundred and sixty-five FTE for the environmental justice program. 
The funding will help to expand support for community-based organizations, indigenous organizations. Okay, what does this mean for $375? Uh, what he's doing here is he's, he's spouting uh, academic gobbledygook. That's what he's doing. He's trying to justify a uh, third of a, a, a billion dollars on nonsense, which, by the way, uh, this nonsense, this diversity, equity, and inclusion nonsense is uh, being rejected by corporate America, by the way, thought you should know, and is starting to be rejected by many in academia. Tribes, states, local government, and other territorial governments so that they can identify and develop solutions to their environmental justice concerns through multi-partner collaboration. Oh, see, they, they, that's what they do. They throw this uh, this nonsense academic uh, faculty lounge gobbledygook at you uh, in San Francisco. They want $50 million just for a committee to look at reparations. <laughs> It's just, just, just for the not for the reparations. We just need the committee to analyze reparations. Here, I'll, I'll do it for free. How about no? There you go. I saved you fifty million dollars. Isn't that amazing? Just amazing. Oh, we got something new from Jim Gossett about the Biden family. Got a whole bunch on the Bidens coming up. Honor went to Joe the other day. With a big deal to pay for play Another 80 million from Ukraine Joe said, quick son, get on that plane And at that moment, little Hunter knew He said, Dad, I'm a crook like you Pop, I'm a big crook like you Sing along! Hunter was born with a silver spoon From prosecution, he's immune He commits fraud around the clock a chip off the communist block. Yeah. A chip off the communist block. Yeah. It's Trump. Cash in the suitcase for Joe and his son. Hunter really knows how to get it done. Not a peep from the FBI. Protecting the big guy, Joe. Protecting <laughs> the big guy. Yeah. But look at how the uh, the Alvin Bragg case got uh, Joe Biden's banking issues off the uh, front page. You know, uh, this is the case, uh, as with so many times, we have people in Washington, D.C. spending their whole lives telling us how to live ours and living high on the hog while you and I feast on the scraps. Or not even feast, just have the scraps. Uh, Joe Biden went to Ukraine to promise more money to the Ukrainians, giving them a pension, by the way, so they have money in their pocket. <laughs> And the people in East Palestine are still living in a uh, a toxic stew, and their homes are worthless. And then there's this. Following the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, reviews of the company's internal practices have revealed that loans to insiders connected to the bank tripled to $219 million before the bank failed. <laughs> This is it. This is, oh my God, this is so fantastic. So the loans to uh, insiders close to the bank, you know, all of the cronies and everything, including the Chinese, the communist Chinese, increased to $219 million before the bank failed. And by the way, you, with, with your tax money and my tax money, we're going to bail them out beyond the FDIC limit of $250,000 per deposit. So if they screwed up, with this, uh, these loans, they don't need to worry about them anymore. I'll have to get details on this, but there you go, man. This is who we're up against, and this is who we have to defeat if we are going to survive. Coming up, Alvin Bragg's case 
the wheels have come off. And then uh, battery plants owned by the Chinese being built in the U.S. And people are saying, nah, I don't think so. It's a Rob Carson Show. Stick around. Hey, guys, the madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Remember, visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. There's only one Rob Carson on the radio. Oh, thank God. It's the Rob Carson Show. So Alvin Bragg has uh, given the grand jury the rest of the week off because uh, his his case against Donald Trump is a giant uh, pile of what was left by Hillary Clinton and uh, Chelsea Clinton in a theater the other night. I don't even know this. They were in New York and they were watching a show, uh, Some Like It Hot. <laughs> I think they were watching Some Like It Hot and somebody, I guess, decided to, in the middle of the show, go in and just, uh, you know, uh, uh, defecate in the in the aisle. I don't know how you do that. Uh, I don't know what kind of person does that. I, I've got stage fright. I can't even pee in front of somebody, uh, let alone that. <clears throat> I mean, my lord. I mean, the, unless there's a closed door in another part of the house and an exhaust fan on, nothing's going to happen. But uh, but anyway, somebody apparently did that next to uh, Hillary. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, the uh, the uh, uh, yeah the, his case is a giant steaming uh, you know a hot thing, um, and uh, and apparently the the evidence has become so overwhelming it's almost embarrassing. Uh, we had Robert uh, uh, we had uh, Alan Dershowitz on yesterday to talk about it, and, and honestly it is the point of uh, absurdity. Uh, we know that a former associate of Michael Cohen, who's the main uh, uh, the main witness, who is trying to say that uh, one hundred thirty thousand dollar payment to Stormy Daniel. Uh, was a campaign contribution. It's nonsense, and we find out today from a letter written in 2018 that uh, Cohen paid the money and didn't tell Trump about it, and it wasn't Trump's money. So your case is over. But we also found out from uh, one of the other uh, people involved in the case, who is Robert Costello, who's an associate of uh, Michael Cohen, that uh, when he uh, testified in front of the grand jury Tuesday, apparently he was able to point out that uh, Alvin Bragg had not even included in a case 600 pages of exculpatory evidence, which would have exonerated Donald Trump of all charges. So now even a New, New York grand jury is going, really? I don't think this sounds so good. 
I don't think this sounds real good. So there's this letter from uh, Michael Cohen, Cohen claiming Trump did not reimburse him for hush money paid to Stormy Daniels. I want you to listen to this. This is pretty funny because this is like, I mean, beyond uh, smoking gun. Stephen Ryan, counsel for Michael Cohen, February 8, 2018. Writing on behalf of my client, Michael Cohen, in response to your letter dated blah, 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 blah. Mr. Cohen used his own personal funds to facilitate a payment of $130,000 to Miss Stephanie Clifford. Neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction with Miss Clifford. And neither reimbursed Mr. Cohen for the payment directly or indirectly. Now, normally, this would be like, uh, you'd think this is a letter that came out this week. They sent it to show that... The, no, this came out in 2018. Alvin Bragg, I would assume, if he's a, 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 a DA worth his salt, he'd know about this letter that says that uh, it completely exonerates Donald Trump. Unless you're a completely political tool who not only needs to be shamed, but also disbarred, and certainly uh, charges should be considered. Because the letter says Mr. Cohen used his own personal funds to facilitate the payment to Miss Stephanie Clifford, Stormy Daniels. Neither the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to the transaction and neither reimbursed Mr. Cohen for the payment. Contrary to the allegations of the complaint, which are entirely speculative, neither Mr. Cohen nor Essential Consultants LLC made any in-kind contributions to Donald J. Trump for president or any presidential campaign committee. So there's the case. It's gone. It's over. It's finito. So I guess what Alvin Bragg is trying to do is uh, uh, get out of this in the least embarrassing way possible and also uh, prevent himself from being disbarred. I could be wrong. I'm not a legal expert. I'm just using research and common sense and life experience here. But thus far, uh, pretty much gotten every one of these points right since we started covering the story on Monday. Here is uh, a very sheepish Chuck Schumer talking about the, uh, you know, Alvin Bragg and whether or not he supports Alvin Bragg. Now, I want you to listen to his tepid response. Look, I think it's premature sure to talk about it. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen yet. Yes. Yeah, you don't want any premature speculation. Go ahead. Do you have confidence in Alvin Bragg? Do you have confidence in Alvin Bragg? Look, the bottom line is, as I said, um, it's premature to come. No, 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 no. Do you have confidence or no? Yes or no? You never get yes or no answers in Washington, D.C. Comment on what's happening. and um... Unless you ask a Democrat, should we send more uh, aid to Ukraine? We should spend more uh, tax money to Ukraine. You always get a yes on that. That's across the aisle. You got the rhinos, you got the Democrats. Then you get a yes. Complete yes on all of that. <laughs> it's, just, it's just hilarious. It is just hilarious. So we got to, uh, we not only have a letter saying that Donald Trump didn't make the payment, saying that Michael Cohn made the payment, saying that Michael Cohn did not tell the president he made the payment, uh, and then also admitting in this letter that uh, the money did not go to uh, Trump for president. <laughs> it's just, it's such a joke. It is such, it's, it's an embarrassing joke. But when you don't have shame, and Democrats don't have shame, I mean, you, you look at the, the uh, Russia collusion hoax, there's no shame. There's no apology for that. It was, it was their legitimate effort to take down Donald Trump in 20, uh, 2016. And then in 2020, they covered up Hunter Biden's laptop. It was a story. The FBI, working with the DHS and other government departments, they shut down the story to affect the campaign. I said yesterday, that's an in-kind donation. 
That that was an in-kind donation to Joe Biden's election campaign, and I would put that figure uh, conservatively about a half a billion dollars, right? Right? Because uh, let me see, uh, uh, Mike uh, Zuckerberg, he uh, he contributed four hundred twenty million dollars of his own campaign toward uh, Zuckerbucks, you know, and and uh, unmanned ballot boxes. That was an in-kind donation to uh, to uh, Joe Biden. You can't say that because supposedly it was for everybody. No, it wasn't. It was it was it was skewed toward Democrats and Democrat districts, and all the money went to them. So that's an in-kind donation of four hundred million dollars right there. So this whole thing is just a giant, uh, just a giant joke. Just really, this is Robert Costello, uh, former associate of Michael Cohn, who was the guy who testified earlier this week and explained that Alvin Bragg had basically not presented six hundred pages of exculpatory evidence, which have, would have killed the case. This is as crooked as it gets. As a DA, as an AG, this is as crooked as it gets. I asked him. I said. Is that Donald Trump's money? No. Uh, did you get that from any Trump organization? No. Is that your money? Did you take it out of one of your accounts? No. I said, where did you get the money from? He said, I took out a HELOC loan. I said, why would you do that? He said, because I wanted everything to be secret. I didn't want my own wife to know about this. I didn't want Melania to know about this. That's what he said. Yeah. Unbelievable. So Donald Trump didn't know about it. He admitted it. It wasn't an in-kind donation to a, tra- a campaign. There was nothing associated with the campaign. The uh, The whole case is beyond the statute of limitations. And Alvin Bragg literally twisted two uh, possible charges together, federal and state. The state le- statute of limitations is already over. The federal uh, charge or whatever uh, doesn't run out to the end of the year. And Alvin Bragg had, re- uh, had rejected it uh, upon uh, going into office. He just whipped it out when Donald Trump decided to run for president again. Here's some more from Robert Costello. He said he did this on his own. He didn't mention Donald Trump's name. He said there was a problem. Stormy Daniels' lawyer or representative got in touch with him. He worked out a negotiated deal, got an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, 130000 yeah, generally a non-disclosure agreement. If it's uh, you know part of Donald Trump is a part of it, uh, he'd know about it. <laughs> Just saying. Usually, non-disclosure isn't uh, you know to uh, not disclose it to Donald Trump. But Donald Trump didn't even know about it. It's just amazing. Uh, here's a little bit more from Robert Costello. He said, "I need to know what my options are. Can I get a pardon? Can I get a commutation? Can I get cooperation?" Well, I told him that a pardon and commutation were out of the question. He hadn't even been charged with a crime. I said, so let's talk about cooperation. I said, Michael, no offense intended, but you're a bump in the road to the U.S. attorney's office. They are clearly going after Donald Trump. Yes. You're standing in the way and they're willing to roll over you in order to make you uh, decide that you have to flip. You have to cooperate with the government in order to save yourself. Yeah, and that's what it was. Uh, essentially, and you know when the government puts a heavy heavy on you, you'll do anything. And it sounds like what Michael Cohen uh, did, although Michael Cohen is in fact a, a complete and utter scumbag. The only thing I'm doing is trying to tell the truth to the grand jurors. Because I read all these lies in the, in the media that are being promoted by one side. If you see the full picture, you know, listen, if they want to go after Donald Trump and they have solid evidence, so be it. But Michael Cohn is far from solid evidence. 
It is uh, remarkable, the double standard. Uh, everything from uh, oh, uh, the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, the classified documents at uh, Joe Biden's different areas, including the Penn Biden Center, bought and paid for by the Chinese Communist Party, $4 million. Uh, this is what we know so far with regard to the uh, the banking records that James uh, Comey is, uh, is uh, sharing. $4 million from the uh, Chinese energy company, whatever, they're all owned by the Chinese Communist Party, uh, to the Bidens and distributed to the Biden family for nothing, for nothing. It should be fairly obvious. This should be the number one story on every page. But we have a media that is so ungodly corrupt, so North Korean, and they do it voluntarily. That's the sickest thing about it. One more soundbite from Robert Costello. Is it true? I don't know. But I had to force that into an answer. They were getting upset because they'd asked me a limited question based on one of these six emails, and I would volunteer information that I thought the grand jury needed to hear. Robert Costello's uh, testimony this week blew up the case. It just blew up the case. And, uh, you know, I use the word hubris because hubris is this ego, uh, this uh, aura of ego and uh, unapproachability and untouchability uh, brought on by uh, an unwarranted amount of uh, uh, confidence in, like your case, his case. He had an unwarranted amount of confidence. And the reason being is because he thought he could get away with it. He thought that the media wouldn't bother to look into all of the crap that he was presenting. And, and by the way, until Monday, he was going to do it. And then Robert Costello came along and said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let him lie like this. And then he did the uh, testimony and the grand jury is sitting there going, well, why didn't you tell us about this, Alvin Bragg? And Alvin Bragg said, I just take the rest of the week off. It's no big deal. Here's Greg Jarrett talking about it last night. You know, of course, the mainstream media, which spent the last several days salivating over an imminent Trump indictment today, was crestfallen when they found out, wait a minute, all of a sudden, the grand jury proceedings have come to a halt. I think a couple of things halt are happening here, Sean. You put your finger on one of them, and that is that there is a revolt in the district attorney's office, dissension in the ranks. Top senior experienced prosecutors uh-huh. uh, are angry about this. They see it for what it is, a politically motivated witch hunt a convoluted Looney Tunes legal theory that has no merit. Bragg contorted the law, twisted the evidence because he hates Donald Trump. But I think... It has got to be bad for Democrats not to sell their soul to somebody like this. I mean, when Democrats are with, it's got to be something super special that, uh, I mean, is supremely corrupted, supremely embarrassing for Democrats not to bed down with such a uh, ridiculous charge against Donald Trump. You know, I think all of a sudden the grand jurors, after Bob Costello's testimony on Monday, are saying to themselves, wait a minute. Are we getting snookered and sandbagged by Alan Bragg? Or flim-flammed or, you know. Uh, Costello comes in here and says, Michael Cohen, who Bragg's relying on, is the biggest liar in the world, a <laughs> prodigious inveterate liar. Well, a second after Joe Biden, come on. Who cannot be trusted. And also, I think they were probably taken aback by the fact that Bragg appears to have been hiding hundreds of yeah. documents yeah. and emails from them, uh, that's exculpatory evidence, and they have a right to see that. And so it doesn't surprise me, the reports that, you know, he's having trouble convincing now the grand jurors. Uh, And this is just, uh, honestly, if you uh, commit your life to the law, 
If you go to school, you get your degrees, da-da-da-da-da, you practice law, and you're willing to forsake the tenets of your life's work for political reasons, honestly, that's pretty sick. That's pretty pathetic. Uh, And the man needs to not only be embarrassed but disbarred. A little bit more on this, and then we've got uh, all sorts of Chinese money, all sorts of American money, I should say, going to Chinese companies and the Biden family. Details on that. This is The Rob Carson Show. Say it loud and proud. Let's go, Brandon. It's The Rob Carson Show. Yep, Alvin Bragg has dismissed the grand jury in New York to uh, put Donald Trump away for a uh, campaign donation in kind to Stormy Daniels. And uh, it's a joke. It was a joke since the beginning. And this guy literally held evidence, kind of like, I don't know, what the January 6th committee did with the video that would have exonerated the, uh, the QAnon shaman, as they called him, Jacob Chansley. Yeah, this is the government that we have. This is the justice system we have, and we got to turn this around. I'm very serious about that. That's why I'm completely down with this convention of state thing. And if we get this done with 34 states, I suggest we reduce the federal government bureaucracy by about mm, somewhere between 50 and 80%. And I'm not kidding. Let's go to Kathy in Stevensville, Maryland. Hello there, Kathy. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I've got a completely different take what? on what's happened um, yes. with Michael Cohen. We have established he's a scuzzbag. Yes. He worked very closely with Donald Trump, and I believe wholeheartedly because of his own testimony that he didn't want anybody to know that he was paying this money out. Mm-hmm. He was setting himself up with an insurance policy, okay. knowing that Donald Trump was going to run for president at some point because everybody's known that for years. Gotcha. Prior to him actually announcing, yeah. he gave Stormy his own money. I believe those two were in cahoots together in okay. one form or another. Yes. I believe that he gave her the money. Once Donald Trump announces he's going to be president, he lets him know. Donald Trump has, pays him back. He comes up with this whole concocted story along with her. Both of them have made a lot of money in yeah. the meantime. And I believe the whole thing, now maybe he was sleeping with her, maybe not, but I think it should be probed, so to speak. Probe, yeah, you better probe. I think it's easier to find people who hadn't slept with her. Um, no, actually, no, no, not. It would be very hard to find people who hadn't. I, you know, interesting theory. I don't know what's going on uh, with uh, with Stormy Daniels and uh, and Michael Cohen. All I know is that uh, Michael Cohen is, uh, uh, from what I can gather and what I've heard, he's a very troubled individual. Uh, well, he, he had a position in the Trump administration. He wanted I know. Trump to give him a job, and yeah, Trump he, didn't. And here, a, here, his insurance policy came to fruition. He lets the cat out of the bag about all this stuff that I don't believe any of it's true. I don't well, you got a letter. anything to do with this woman. Well, of course it did. I've got a letter from 2018 that shows it from Michael Cohen's legal representative, uh, approved by Michael Cohen. Donald Trump had nothing to do with this money. This was Michael Cohen's money. He wanted to keep this secret from his wife, from uh, from uh, Donald Trump, from Melania, uh, and then also said it was not a donation. It said in the letter, it said it. So I don't yeah, well, understand. I don't understand unless I guess I guess arrogance and hubris because there are so 
many Democrats who want to take Donald Trump. They just feel like they can say anything, get away with anything, and it won't be investigated. That's what happens on the federal level with Joe Biden. That's why he, you know, literally talked about getting the uh, Ukrainian prosecutor to stop investigating Burisma when his son was on the board because he, he said that out loud because he knows that nobody will investigate it. Nobody will look at it. The media certainly will not. So I'm not sure, but I, I appreciate your uh, your feedback, Kathy. Go ahead. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you well, when he didn't get the job, everything came out, and then he changed his story. Yeah. And yeah. I think the timing of it all, I think it's very yeah. interesting. I think that yeah. he might have tried to get Donald Trump over a barrel with this yes. whole yeah. setup. I believe yeah. the whole thing on his part was a setup. I agree, too. Thank you for the phone call. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. This country was made by tax rebels, freedom fighters, gold seekers, believers, lovers, and true patriots. We're Newsmax. And we're their heirs, and so are you. Newsmax TV, real news for real people.